Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. Welcome into our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in 10 innings at Bush Stadium in St. Louis. The Cardinals 6 and the Padres 5. Sam Levitt with you here inside our San Diego studios as we wrap this one up. A lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll go back to St. Louis, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. All the radio highlights. Recap this one in its entirety. Give out our nightly awards, full out-of-town scoreboard, and much, much more to come. As we recap cap another extra inning loss for the San Diego Padres here in 2023 the Padres dropping to 0 and 11 in extra inning games this season of all the odd stats and numbers and ways to explain or really lack of ways to explain what this Padres season has been the 0-11 in extra inning games, that is right up there on the top of the list. And keep this in mind, just how sort of ridiculous this is. 0-11 in extra inning games, only the 1969 Expos have ever begun a season 0-12 in extra inning games. So the Padres, the next extra inning game they play, and we'll see, not that many games remaining this season, less than 30 after tonight. We'll see, but if they play another, uh, they will have a shot, not in a good way, to match that 0-12 start in extra inning games. So that is where the Padres are here in 2023 in extra inning games. And again, we'll break this one down in its entirety here from Bob Melvin, all the radio highlights, all that uh, stuff coming up. But let's use one word to break down this one. And that one word is execution. And It showed up in a lot of different ways here tonight, and it's a word that we've used a lot, especially in the extra inning losses for the Padres this season, and really in general, whether you want to talk in general about the issues with runners in scoring position, um, some of the issues in these close games, in the one-run games, and by the way, this becomes another one-run loss for the San Diego Padres. They are now 6-21 in one-run games this season, so it's 0-11 now in extra inning games and 6-21 in one-run games, so both those categories took a hit here today. But let's get back to that word, execution, because, again, it showed up in a lot of ways. Let's go back to the early part of the game. Padres end up in this game having 12 hits. They went 4 for 16 with runners in scoring position. They left 11 on base. Jesse mentioned it at the end of the broadcast. They are 24 left on base in the first two games of this series in St. Louis. Bottom part of the order was awesome here tonight. The mix of Camposano, Batten, and Azokar 
at one point in this game were six for nine, a home run, and three RBIs. I mean, they, they really did a good job in this game. The rest of the lineup left a little something to be desired, and the Padres had base traffic all over this game. They had at least one base runner on in eight of the ten innings here tonight, but they only scored five runs, and we'll get into it a little bit later, sort of inning by inning, situation by situation, but you look up, only four for 16 with runners in scoring position. So that number right there tells you they had more opportunities to drive in runs and really break this game open, could not do it. So where were we going into the bottom half of the eighth inning? Padres had a 5-3 lead. Robert Suarez gives up a leadoff single to Paul Goldschmidt, gets the next two outs, and then gets ahead of William Contreras. Excuse me, not William, that's his brother. Wilson Contreras, 0-2. Throws him an 0-2 slider, got a lot of plate. Contreras hits a two-run home run to tie the game at five. You heard Tony in the wrap-up there talk about the pitch selection. Blew by, uh, blew two fastballs by Contreras to get it to 0-2, and and, uh, and then the slider, and you know, not a great pitch. And Contreras uh, took care of it to tie the game at five. So, again, execution even in a situation like that where, you know, you've got to make a pitch. You've got to avoid making a mistake. Suarez could not get it to the ninth inning with the Padres still in front. The game is tied at 5-5. Then you go to extra innings, and we again talk about that word execution, right? Over and over and over, and the name of the game in these extra inning affairs is execution. Automatic runner for the Padres on second base. Cooper strikes out. Camposano strikes out. Batten infield single. Great play by Mason Wynn in the hole, not allowing that ball to get into the outfield. If he does, run probably comes in. Xander Bogarts, the automatic runner. Padres take a lead. Instead, Trent Grisham comes up. He had come in for defense uh, in the eighth inning, replacing Jose Azokar, who to that point had two hits and two RBIs in this game. Grisham pops up to the pitcher, inning over. Again, execution, whether it's simply moving that runner over, whether it's getting that run in, Padres couldn't do it. And then in the 10th inning, bottom half, facing Josh Hader, Mason Wynn, very fast runner at second base. The sack bunt with two strikes on Palacios gets the runner to third. The intentional walk of Goldschmidt and then Tommy Edmond, a pinch hit RBI single. Ends up one-hopping the left field fence, a single because of the situation. And the Cardinals win it 6-5. to five. So again... That one word, execution, it's the word we've talked about in these types of games all year, whether it's been extra innings or not, one-run games or two-run games, whether it's adding on, being better with runners in scoring position, not leaving 11 men on base, whether it's uh, you know not making a mistake on an 0-2 pitch, whether it's executing in extra innings. Padres didn't execute well enough to win this game, and they lose it 6-5 to five in St. Louis. And again, the, the two marks that are, are just so hard to believe, 0-11 in extra inning games, and now 6-21 in one-run games this season. So hard to believe here on August 29th, the Padres have had 11 tries in extra innings to win a baseball game, and they have lost all 11. I mean, if you had just won half of them, think about where this team would be. It still wouldn't be where you you thought they would be here in late August, but you'd be a lot closer in this wild card race. Hmm, hard to figure out, that's for sure. 
We'll step aside, come back with the radio highlights, and uh, we'll also come back with Padres manager Bob Melvin, get his thoughts from St. Louis. Final score in 10, Cardinals 6, Padres 5. After this on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in 10, Cardinals 6 and the Padres 5. Sam Levitt with you here inside our San Diego studios. Lots to get to on our postgame coverage. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a handful of minutes. So stay tuned for that. We'll also have all the radio highlights recap this one in its entirety here in a moment. May also have some additional postgame reaction coming from the Padres clubhouse. So a lot to do in our postgame coverage. But before we get to all that, let's pause for station ID on the Padres Radio Network. KWFNFM and KWFNHD1 San Diego. This is Jake Cronenworth, Padres play here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sam Levitt here inside our San Diego studios. Again, the final score here tonight in 10, Cardinals 6, Padres 5. Yes, another extra inning defeat for the San Diego Padres. And yes, Another one-run defeat for the San Diego Padres. How did it all go down? Let's find out. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. The Padres took an early lead against Cardinals left-hander Zach Thompson. Hassan Kim hit a leadoff single. Juan Soto laid down a bunt. Cardinals catcher Wilson Contreras threw the ball away. That sent Kim to third and Soto to second base. Fernando Tatis Jr. hit a sack fly to right. Kim scored. Padres had an early 1-0 lead in the first. Seth Lugo pitched two scoreless innings to begin his day. Padres still led 1-0 going bottom three. The Cardinals had runners on first and second with two men away, four. Nolan Gorman. Two on and two out. Bottom of the third inning. Padres ahead 1-0, but Gorman lines this one to right. Fernando over towards the line. Cuts it off. Not in time to stop win. He'll score to tie the game. Goldschmidt wheels around to third base. And a two-out RBI single for Nolan Gorman has knotted us up at one apiece. So a 1-1 game going to the fourth inning. Padres would respond. The bottom of the order got to work. Luis Camposano drew a one-out walk. Matthew Bannon doubled. There were runners on second and third for Jose Azokar. Here's a 1-0. Azokar hits it hard down the right field line. That's a fair ball. Going to give the Padres the lead. Camposano has scored. Batten is on his way. A two-run single for Azokar. And the Padres back in front. It's 3-1. Cardinals then got a run back in the bottom half, an error by Xander Bogarts on a routine ground ball. Alec Burleson then hit a double. Lugo would allow a sack fly to score a run, but that was it. Padres still had a 3-2 lead through four innings. Zach Thompson went four innings and threw 91 pitches for St. Louis. A scoreless fifth inning, Cardinals reliever Casey Lawrence returned to the mound for the top of the sixth inning. Luis Camposano led off. 2-2 pitch in the air down the left field line. Well struck. O'Neill's going back. He's looking up. Going to go. Home run, Luis Camposano. His fifth of the year, and the Padres add on. They're back in front by two. It's 4-2. to two. Padres would put two more runners on base in that inning, but they did not get more. They led four to two after five and a half. It remained a two-run lead for just a little while. Wilson Contreras faced Lugo with one out and nobody on in the bottom half of the sixth. Here's Contreras with one out, nobody on. Swings at the first pitch, skies it to deep left. Soto is back. He is at the wall. He leaps up. Gonna go. 
just dropped it into the Padre bullpen in left field. 14th as a Cardinal for Wilson Contreras. And we've got ourselves a one-run game here in the sixth. Lugo would go six innings, allowed three runs, only two earned. He left with a 4-3 to three lead. Scott Barlow entered for the bottom of the seventh inning. He struck out two in a 1-2-3 frame. In the top of the eighth inning, it was the bottom of the order again. Matthew Batten hit a one-out double. Jose Azokar a single. Hassan Kim scored. Batten from third base with a sack fly. Padres had a 5-3 to three lead. Robert Suarez allowed a leadoff single in the eighth inning. He got the next two outs, but then it was Wilson Contreras. Suarez got ahead 0-2. Goldschmidt at second with two down. 0-2. Here's the pitch, and that's it in the air to deep center field. Grisham's racing back, looking up, going to go. On to the grass embankment in front of the batter's eye. Second home run of the night for Wilson Contreras. Second night in a row, Suarez allows a home run, and most importantly, now a 5-5 game. So just like that, we were nodded at five. Going to the ninth inning, JoJo Romero pitched the scoreless top half. Nick Martinez dealt a one-two-three frame in the bottom half of the ninth inning. We went to extras, tied at five. Padres entering these extra innings. 0-10 this season in extra inning games. Romero returned to the mound. Xander Bogarts was the Padres' automatic runner. He struck out Garrett Cooper. He struck out Luis Camposano. Infield single for Matthew Batten. Trent Grisham popped out. Back to the pitcher to end the inning. Padres did not score in their half. So we went to the bottom half of the 10th inning. Still tied at 5. Padres went to Josh Hader. Automatic runner for the Cardinals was the very speedy Mason win. Sack with two strikes by Josh Palacios. Put win at third base with one out. Then an intentional walk to Paul Goldschmidt. So runners on first and third. One out. The winning run 90 feet away. Nolan Gorman dug, uh, or I should say, uh, excuse me, Tommy Edmond, the bit the, the uh, pinch hitter for Nolan Gorman. Righty against the lefty and hater with a chance to win it for St. Louis. And I, I also should say it was Richie Palacios who laid down uh, the sack punt. So reset. Runners on first and third. One out. Winning run 90 feet away. Here was Tommy Edmond at the plate. The lefty is set. Pitch on the way. Edmond swings. Hits it in the air deep to left field. That's going to win the game one way or another. It's off the base of the wall. In from third comes Mason Wynn. And in 10 innings, the Cardinals prevail 6-5. to five. This is their first lead of the night. And the Padres fall to 0-11 in extra inning games. Padres seemingly were in command most of the evening, but the Contreras home run in the eighth inning tied it at 5. And then the Padres get... Really out executed in extra innings, and they lose six to five in ten. The Padres 0 and 11 in extra inning games this season. Another one run loss. Let's go back to St. Louis at Bush Stadium and hear some post game reaction. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. I know at some point there was there was some feeling that these late and close results would change, but at this point in the season, does it feel like kind of they just haven't? Well, they haven't. So yeah, unfortunately. I mean, we had. Really good momentum in today's game. I thought we played a pretty good game. You know, obviously gave up the homer in the eighth. Things changed a little bit. We haven't been able to push through in those type of games, unfortunately, and tonight was another one. Passed this before, but what what 
will it take? What does it take to win these games and extras when, I mean, they go the way they go? Coming through in, in those situations. Man on second, nobody out. To even get there, you left a lot of men on base, yeah. you, especially the top of the order. Is it pretty straightforward like that? Yeah, yeah I mean, what were we? Well, we got some hits, but we did leave some guys on base again, and we've done that a lot this year, too. So, unfortunately, those are the things you look back on. If we can get to get a runner or two in earlier in the game, then we're probably not in that position. I think Robert just hasn't found his footing. It's just an odd year for, for him. You know, I up, up until the pitch, you know, to Contreras, I thought he had really good stuff. He threw one 100, looked like he had good bite. Uh, his command was where it was. I mean, it wasn't a horrible pitch. Down in the zone, maybe got a little bit more middle of the plate. But, yeah, I mean, based on the fact that you know, he's been a little bit late. He's hasn't been really consistent. Um, you know, came down to one pitch. Much of a shame given what the bottom of the order did tonight, especially guys that have a yeah. bunch. And that's you know, they get a get a chance, you know, like Carp yesterday, you get a chance to play and, and you and you produce. Um, wasn't a lack of, you know, some production at the bottom. Have you noticed these games compounding on each other? Like you have the results that you have and kind of know that that's what it is. Does that affect the guys when they're in the well, box? I mean, or? you mean like in the extra innings? Yeah. Well, I mean, you like can't close. help but know what has transpired this year. So it, it takes pushing through. Um, you know, obviously we didn't today again, and it keeps keeps kind of going. What do you think of Seth tonight? Good. Yeah, I mean, look, he gave up a homer there, you know, to make it 4-3, but, you know, I thought he was six innings. Three runs, leaves with a lead, good. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse in St. Louis following this 6-5 loss for the Padres in 10 innings against the St. Louis Cardinals. Sam Levitt back with you inside our San Diego studios here on the Padres radio network. A lot to uh, get to here after we heard those comments from Bob Melvin. Look. One of the big issues here tonight, whether it was in extra innings or in regulation, was the Padres just leaving way too many guys on base. They left 11 on total, one in the first inning, one in the second, two in the third, two in the fourth, two in the sixth inning, one in the eighth inning, and then two more in the tenth inning, including the automatic runner. And the Padres simply did not execute well enough offensively. And and look, we used that word, and I I harped on that word, execution, during the open there of the postgame. And I talked about it with Robert Suarez on the 0-2 pitch to Contreras. You can't. You know, allow Contreras to extend his arms and hit it to center field and tie the game with a two-run home run. Just not a not a great pitch by Robert Suarez. But let's let's hone in on the offense here because it's a pretty stark difference what the bottom third of the order did here tonight compared to the big four. Bottom third of the order between Camposano, Batten, and Azokar. This does not count the Grisham at bat in the tenth inning. They were seven. For 11, a home run, three RBIs, and four runs scored in this game. Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr., Xander Bogarts, those four were three for 18, no runs scored, and one RBI. If you put Garrett Cooper into that uh, into that uh, mix and make it five players, Cooper was uh, playing first base, batting sixth here tonight. And by the way, Cooper has been very good lately, but... Spots two through six in the lineup were just three for 22. Again, the bottom third, Camposano, Batten, and Azokar were seven for 11 with a home run, four runs scored, three RBIs. So 
Look, the Padres did not get enough out of the middle of their order, which has been a story many, many nights this year. Um, And again, runners in scoring position, they did have four hits in that department, but it was only four of 16, and they left 11 on base in this game. And uh, the Cardinals were given an opportunity to hang around and tie the game, and they did. And then in extra innings, it was the same old story. Uh, You heard Bob Melvin mention it there, runner on second, nobody out. If you're the Padres, you have to find a way to get that run in and give yourself at least a little bit of breathing room in the bottom half of the inning. But we've seen it so many times this year where the Padres simply do not find a way to get that run in um, and do not find a way to execute well enough in these extra inning games. And it's hard to believe 0-11 in these extra inning games, but that's what it comes down to. You heard Bob Melvin ask if uh, asked if it's sort of compounding. Look, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I, I do find it a little bit hard to believe that the players inside that dugout don't know that they're 0-10 in extra inning games. I think they do. Um, I have no idea if that causes pressing now in these types of situations. You hope it doesn't. But reality is reality. And the Padres are yet to win an extra inning game this year. But again, it's even beyond that one tenth inning. The Padres had opportunities to put this game away offensively throughout regulation. They had opportunities if the bullpen could hold a two-run lead with four outs to go. Those things didn't happen, set up the extra innings and a spot, obviously, in extras where the Padres have struggled all year long. Much more to do on our post-game coverage here on the Padres Radio Network. When we come back, we'll hear from... Uh, Some players from inside the Padres clubhouse give out our nightly awards, full out-of-town scoreboard, much, much more to come as we wrap it up. Padres fall 6-5 to in 10. More to come after this on the Padres Radio Network. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Cardinals 6, Padres 5. Still a lot to do on our post-game coverage. Here from inside our San Diego studios, Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage. We'll hear from both Seth Lugo and Fernando Tatis Jr. from inside the Padres clubhouse. Their post-game reaction after another difficult loss for the Padres here tonight. First, let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game in this one. We'll go with uh, Scott Barlow. Really good out of the bullpen today for the Padres. Give it to a Padre for this award. 12 pitches, one, two, three innings, struck out two. Very, very sharp. At the time, he's trying to protect just a 4 3 lead. So he did a very good job. So we'll give it to Scott Barlow out of the bullpen here today for the Padres. Uh, one, two, three. Bottom half of the seventh inning at the time, only a 4 3 lead. And uh, he's our ace pitcher of the game in this one here today. For Seth Lugo, not a bad outing at all. Six innings, three runs total given up. Two of those earned the one he gave up in the fourth inning. That was started uh, with a uh, an error at shortstop by Xander Bogart. So that run was unearned, the one that came in in that fourth inning. So, again, all in all, his final line, six innings, three runs, two earned, six hits, walked one, struck out six, 88 pitches. Uh, here tonight for Seth Lugo. So he was very, very solid. And 
another really disappointing part of this this loss is it's another game and I don't have the numbers in front of me uh, how many losses it is now when the Padres get a quality start but it's another one in that department here today so uh, we'll get up to speed on all that a little bit later in the pregame tomorrow but another game where the Padres get a quality start and they've led the National League for a long time in quality starts this year Uh, but another game where they get one of those six innings two earned runs given up for Seth Lugo And they don't get the win. So disappointing in that sense, but fairly solid outing here today for Lugo in St. Louis. Let's go back to the clubhouse in St. Louis and hear some post-game reaction from Seth Lugo. Contreras homer, but I mean, how did you feel like the six innings went? Um, I think it went okay. Um, You know, we we had a plan going in and executed the plan somewhat, you know, as far as uh, uh, where the uh, pitches we picked, you know, I think uh, Contreras kind of beat us to the punch there, you know, being catcher. You know, probably thought along with me. Um, you know, I feel like the pitch is executed anywhere else. I feel like it's a pretty good pitch. But, um, you know, I feel like uh, my fastball command, you know, stayed around all game. So I was pleased with that. Early on, there were a couple pitches that seemed uncharacteristic for you kind of down the middle with the change in the curve. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've noticed that change is kind of uh, kind of cutting on me lately. Uh, you know, the couple I threw even, you know, first batter of the game, it cut to the inside corner. So something I'll work on in between starts. Um, you know, I thought, uh, you know, I wasn't getting, you know, very good swings or wasn't getting many swings on curveball out, out of the zone. So, you know, trying to throw for strike was leaving it up a little bit. So, you know, that's easy adjustment. Why do you think that was? You weren't getting any swings from the curve out of the zone? I think they had a good game plan coming in, you know, see the curveball up, you know. That's what I would do if I was hitting a curveball pitcher. So, uh, you know, they had a good game plan. I feel like uh, it opened up my fastball a little bit, though. How would you describe kind of the level of frustration here? with the winnable games that you've had that you haven't been able to, to win late? Um, I think it's frustrating. Uh, I don't know what else to say you know, beyond that. It's, uh, you know, you want to win those games, and uh, we haven't been able to really do that all season long. So, you know, it puts us in the position we're in now. But, you know, we've got to turn the page, and we've got to, we've got to keep fighting. So that's what we can do. That was Seth Lugo from inside the Padres clubhouse after this uh, 6-5 loss to the Cardinals in St. Louis. And look, I I, I can't imagine it isn't uh, frustrating for the guys in, in that clubhouse uh, with the way these kinds of games have gone. And again, I'm not trying to pile on here, but the numbers are the numbers. Extra inning games now, 0-11, one-run games. The Padres are 6-21 in those this season after tonight. One or two run games, and I think we'd all agree, a game decided by one or two runs, that's a very winnable game, right? Should be. You're right in it. One or two run games. The Padres are 19-38 and 38 in those games. Think about that for a second. Here on August 29th, 133 games into the season, the Padres have 38 losses by one or two runs. Hard to believe. But uh, that's where they are here in late August and another tough one in extra innings here tonight as the Cardinals win it 6-5. to five. We'll step aside, come back with post-game reaction from Fernando Tatis Jr. from inside the Padres clubhouse. May also have some uh, additional post-game reaction coming your way as well from inside the clubhouse. But we'll hear from Fernando and more to come after this on the Padres Radio Network.
Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you here inside our San Diego studios. Final score, Cardinals 6, Padres 5. As we wrap it up here in our post-game coverage, another extra inning defeat for the Padres here tonight in St. Louis. Padres dropped the 62 and 71. Cardinals improved to 57 and 76 on the season. Both these teams not having the types of years they imagine coming out of spring training. Obviously, it's been a little bit worse for the Cardinals, but they pick up a very good win here tonight. Got to tell you, come from behind win. Wilson Contreras, who's had a, a very up and down first season in St. Louis, had two home runs in this game, including, I would imagine, one of the, the bigger moments of his season with the two-run home run to tie the game off Robert Suarez in the eighth inning. That made it a 5-5 game. And then the Padres could not score a run in their half of extra innings. Cardinals did, and the Cardinals win it 6 to five. Lots to get to on our post-game coverage. We'll hear from Fernando Tatis Jr. in just a moment, so stay tuned. Also, give out some nightly awards, and we'll hear from Matthew Batten from inside the Padres Clubhouse. A career night for Batten. Really good job by him. Four hits in this game, his first career four-hit game. He had a couple of doubles as well. He had a couple of runs scored, so we will hear from Matthew Batten coming from uh, inside the Padres clubhouse as well in just a little bit. But first, let's go back to the clubhouse in St. Louis. Here's some post-game reaction from Fernando Tatis Jr. The innings just sort of didn't go. Yeah, um, we played good baseball today, although we're still going to play better, but we're going to finish up with the W. Simple as that kind of a shame is it when guys like Matt and Jose have these big games and pick it up that yeah. you guys can't close. Yeah. Huge, huge for them. I mean, such a big game. Um, they came in clutch, both of them. They put the ball in play. They, they hit it to the other side. But they're, they're ballers and they were playing baseball. What do you make of some of the struggles to win these specific games, the extra inning games, the late and close games, and the fact that there have been so many of them that seem like a toss-up that have gone the other way? There's attention to details. I feel like whoever may make the first mistake uh, on those games uh, is going to lack, and whoever who, who doesn't perform the right way that the game asks uh, to play at that moment um, is going to lose. Is that attention to detail? I was going to ask what do you think it takes to win these extra inning games. Is that the key, paying attention to those details and, and executing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, executing is, is the first big part, and uh, I mean, from the beginning, uh, you know, which which error, uh, not error, but which step ahead uh, as a team or during the game, we could be ahead of, ahead of them so we can, you know, we can score that run that we missed today. You've lost as many games like this as you have. Is there a compounding, like, do you guys feel the weight of the past losses in the moment that you're playing? I feel like during the game we don't have time to think about that, you know, but um, obviously... You know, as a team, uh, how we have been handling those situations, and obviously it's not our best. That was Fernando Tatis Jr. from inside the Padres clubhouse after this uh, 6-5 loss to the Cardinals in 10 innings in St. Louis. Sam Levitt back with you here inside our San Diego studios. Uh, I thought you heard a couple of interesting things there from Fernando. You heard him use the word, uh, you know, execution, executing, um, something the Padres have not done very well in these kinds of games all year, especially in the extra inning games. You heard him say there's something to the effect of, uh, you know, what the game asks of you. And that's another good way to put it. You know, look, the bottom line is this. If you just want to focus on the extra inning games, I mean, 
each of these innings should get a runner on second base. This is not you have to hit a home run. This is with nobody out, bare minimum, you want to get the guy over, whether that's a bunt, whether that's hitting the ball to the right side. And then you have, with that runner on second base, you basically have, if that runner is still on second or third, you have three opportunities to get on base, collect a base hit, drive the run in. So when we talk about what the game is asking at that point, executing, it's exactly that. It's finding a way to do what you got to do to get the run in. And the Padres simply have not done that well enough this year in those kinds of games at all. They haven't. So, you know, look, I can dive deeper into the numbers, extras. If you've watched all these games, listened to all these games, you've seen it. The Padres' bottom line, when they've had opportunities to score that additional run, to score that automatic run, really, I should say, automatic runner, I should say, they just, in a lot of situations, have not found a way to do it. And it uh, comes down to execution. And like I said earlier, that word is really the story of this game, whether you want to talk about extras, whether you want to talk about Robert Suarez throwing a slider on an 0-2 pitch that was hittable to Wilson Contreras that he could hit, hit out for a home run. If you want to talk about not adding on to the lead, doing more, 11 left on base, 4 for 16 with runners in scoring position, the middle of the order, what they did tonight in particular, spots 2 through 6 in the lineup, including the big four of Soto, Machado, Tatis, and Bogarts, only when a combined 3 for 22, while the bottom third of the order, Camposano, Batten, and Azokar went 7 for 11 with 3 RBIs, 4 runs scored in a home run, you can break it down any way you want, but it comes back to that, the lack of execution. And look, in these extra inning games, it is all about that, how you execute and who can do that better. And the Padres have not done that as well as the other teams they've played in those extra inning games. And <laughs> no way around it, they're 0-11 in those games. So a uh, disappointing one here tonight. And, and on top of that, I mean, just from a from an emotional standpoint, and I, I tweeted it before extra innings started. I tweeted that, I mean, one of these games has to go their way, right? They're due. And you feel like that. You felt like that when they were 0-5, 0-6 in extra inning games. And now it's 0-11. You keep feeling like, oh, one of these has to go their way, right? I mean, both teams get a runner on second base in a tie game. But it just is not. So, we shall see if they can pick up an extra inning win when all is said and done. We'll see. Uh, how it all shakes out by the end of the season, the end of 162. Again, we'll hear from Matthew Batten coming up in just a little bit as well. Big day for Matthew Batten, certainly a bright spot in this game, his first career four-hit game. First, let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game will go with Nick Martinez. Keep it on the Padres side of things here. Martinez, very good in the ninth inning in what was a tie game at the time. Just seven pitches, one, two, three. O'Neill Walker win, seven, eight, nine in the Cardinals lineup. Very well done. He's our relief pitcher of the game. Did his job. One inning, kept it tied, and uh, sent us to extra innings. Now let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game here tonight, 
Got to go with Wilson Contreras, right? The home run in the sixth inning to make it a 4-3 game. And then the two-run home run, the biggest swing of the night, really. The two-run shot in the eighth inning against Robert Suarez. 0-2, the count, two outs in the inning. And Contreras ties it with a two-run home run. So two home runs in the game, including that big, big home run in the eighth inning to tie the game at five. So no way around it. Here tonight, player of the game, got to be Wilson Contreras of the St. Louis Cardinals. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. When we come back, we'll hear from Matthew Batten from inside the Padres Clubhouse after his big night. Four-hit day for Matthew. Big day for the bottom third of the order. Really, really good stuff from Luis Camposano, Matthew Baden, and Jose Azokar. We'll hear from Baden when we come back. Also, take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Get you ready for the rubber game of this series tomorrow. Again, the final score in 10, Cardinals 6, Padres 5 on the Padres Radio Network. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight in 10, Cardinals 6, and the Padres 5. Sam Levitt with you here inside our San Diego studios. We'll take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up here in just a minute or two, so stay tuned for that. Get you ready for tomorrow, but first... I do want to highlight what Matthew Baden did here tonight. He was great and part of a, a bottom third of the lineup that was just terrific in this game. A real bright spot out of another difficult loss for the Padres. Baden here tonight, he was on all five times, had four hits, two infield singles, but you'll take them, two doubles, two runs scored, and a walk. First career four-hit game for Matthew Baden, who if you don't know, is a really, really good story from Quinnipiac University in Connecticut, has really had to work very, very hard to get to the major leagues and uh, obviously made his major league debut with the Padres last year. He had that great moment earlier in the year with the home run that propelled the Padres uh, to a win, but a 32nd round pick in 2017 by San Diego. I met Matthew for the first time back in 2019 when he was at AA Amarillo at the time. So uh, admittedly for me, it's uh, it's cool to see Matthew uh, be up here and contribute and have the kind of day he did with four hits in today's game. Let's go back to St. Louis inside the clubhouse and hear from Matthew Bannon. Lost close games late. What is what is kind of going to what's going to take to get over that hump, and what's the level of frustration after losing another one? It's always tough. You only play this to win, but it's one foot in front of the other. Like, you just got to keep going. There's nobody going to feel bad for you. You just have to show up the next day, prepare the right way, and empty the tank and see what happens. Use the whole field today. Is that kind of when you feel like you're you're at your best, using both lines, going kind of all over the place? Yeah, absolutely. That's been something. Being able to move the ball different ways and certain counts and just kind of battle. So, yeah, just trying to move the ball the way I know best and have some success tonight. With it being a given that you would have preferred the, the victory, you don't get many chances at this point to come through like you did tonight. Like I just wonder what kind of feeling is that, what kind of game is that for you? Yeah, it's personally it's, it's cool, but there's no, I've said this before, there's no more moving up. You play to outscore the other team to beat the other team. So, as cool as it was personally, it, at the end of the day, doesn't mean anything without winning. So that's why you play this game. That was Matthew Batten from inside the Padres clubhouse. Certainly saying all the right things there uh, about it being a, a team game. And it certainly is. But uh, if Matthew doesn't want to say it, I'll say it for him. Very, very nice game here tonight for Matthew Batten. And for the bottom third of this lineup again. 
Not to harp on it too much, but Camposano, Batten, and Azokar, the bottom third of the lineup here today, 7 for 11, a home run, three RBIs, four runs scored. I mean, if the Padres hang on to win this game, Suarez never gives up the game-tying home run to Contreras. And I'm coming on after the after the uh, game ends and, and here on the post-game show, and I'm saying, where would this team be here tonight without the bottom third of the lineup in a second straight win in St. Louis? But as has been the case in many of these close games this year, Padres on the wrong end of it as they fall 6-5. to five. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. We take a look at scores from around the Major Leagues. A bunch of games already final here tonight. Braves beat the Rockies 3-1 in Colorado. Pirates beat the Royals 6-3 in Kansas City. Key Brian Hayes, a two-run home run in that game for Pittsburgh. Cubs beat the Brewers 1-0 in Chicago. Brewers have their nine-game win streak come to an end. Justin Steele, very good in that game for Chicago. Six strong innings, scoreless innings against the Brew Crew as the Cubs beat them 1-0. Guardians beat the Twins in Minnesota 4-2. Rangers beat the Mets in New York 2-1. Mitch Garver, a home run in that game for Texas. Astros beat the Red Sox 6-2 at Fenway Park. Alex Bregman, Jordan Alvarez hit back-to-back home runs in the first inning to propel the Strohs past the Sox. Nationals beat the Blue Jays 5-4 in Toronto. Orioles beat the White Sox 9-3 in Baltimore. Anthony Santander, a go-ahead three-run double in the seventh inning in that game as the Orioles went on to win it 9-3. Rays beat the Marlins 11-2 in Miami. Randy Arozarena, Josh Lowe, Isak Paredes, home runs in that one for Tampa Bay. Yankees beat the Tigers 4-2 in Detroit. Yankees have won two in a row for the first time in four weeks. Phillies beat the Angels 12-7 in Philadelphia. Phillies hit more home runs. They've done that a lot this season, especially this month. Five home runs here tonight for Philadelphia, including one by Bryce Harper, home run number 299 on the career for Harper. Games going on right now. A's ahead of the Mariners, 3-1 in Seattle in the sixth inning. Giants leading the Reds, 5-0 in the eighth inning in San Francisco. Dodgers ahead of the Diamondbacks, 6-1 in the fifth inning in L.A. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Tuesday across the major leagues. Now let's hear our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. The lefty is set, pitch on the way. Edmund swings, hits it in the air, deep to left field. That's going to win the game one way or another. It's off the base of the wall. In from third comes Mason Wynn. And in 10 innings, the Cardinals prevail 6-5. to five. This is their first lead of the night, and the Padres fall to 0-11 in extra inning games. Now, it doesn't give me any pleasure, but got to be our play of the game, right? The walk-off base hit for Tommy Edmond, pinch hitting for Nolan Gorman, propelling the Cardinals to a come-from-behind 6-5 win tonight in St. Louis in 10 innings. Before we get you ready for tomorrow, a couple of notes here. And again, these are not the good kind of notes. I wish we had more good notes to give out. Many nights this season, we have not, unfortunately. 
But this was from Elias. Uh, this season, and a few notes here on the extra inning stuff for the Padres, now 0-11, like Jesse alluded to here in the final call. This season marks the latest in which the Padres have gone in a single season without a win in extra innings. The previous latest in a season for the Padres was 114 games into the 1973 season before they won an extra inning game. The Padres right now are 133 games in to 2023 without winning an extra inning game. And again, the previous uh, high mark was 114 as far as games. That was in 1973 without winning an extra inning game. The last team, and again, I'm just reading these because this is where they are right now. The last team to go an entire 162-game season without winning a game in extras was the 2016 Angels. The only team in Major League history to play in at least 11 extra inning games and not win any of them was, like we said earlier, the 1969 Expos that went 0-12. So, I'll tell you what, the next extra inning game the Padres play, if they play one, not that many games left, 29 after today. The next one they play, not only are they going to be trying to win their first of the season, they're going to try to avoid joining that 1969 Expo team. As again, they would become the Padres if they went to 0-12, the second team in Major League history to play in at least 11 extra inning games and not win any of them. And again, the Expos were 0-12 in 1969. So it is a rare company and not the kind of company you want to be a part of this year in these extra inning games for the Padres as they drop to 0-11 in these games here in 2023. We'll see if they're due the next time. I thought maybe tonight was the night not to be the case. Taking a look ahead to tomorrow, left-hander Rich Hill on the mound for the Padres, right-hander Miles Michaelis on the mound for St. Louis. Early start time tomorrow. We'll have a little Padres and pancakes for you. 10:15 a.m. Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show. First pitch in St. Louis tomorrow for the rubber game of this series at 11:15 a.m. So wake up with us bright and early. It'll be Ben and Woods from 6 to 10. I assume they'll go a few extra minutes, I would assume. I'll have to ask them, but uh, we'll be on the air. I know this at 10.15 with the pregame first pitch at 11.15 tomorrow morning. Taking a look at the final totals in this one in 10 innings. For the Cardinals, six runs, nine hits, one error. They left on six. For the Padres, five runs, 12 hits, one error. They left on 11. Winning pitcher JoJo Romero, who improves to four and one. Well-deserved for him. He threw two big innings out of the bullpen, both scoreless for St. Louis. Josh Hader takes the loss. He drops to 0-2. Threw just five pitches, got one out in that 10th inning. The run, though, against him unearned. Time of game, two hours, 51 minutes, and the crowd in St. Louis at Bush Stadium, 36,851. As always, if you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen back to all of it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator, Matty Rhodes, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score in 10 innings, the St. Louis Cardinals 6 and the San Diego Padres 5. Talk to you tomorrow.